Clemson. Uh, Brad had some interesting things to say about just how certain teams throughout the country are able to kind of manipulate the net rankings. Just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Have you noticed that as well? Yeah, I have. Um, I think it was a conscious thing, uh, a calculated thing, specifically by one conference in the conference that Brad mentioned. They were smart because they did a heck of a job of manipulating it. They go into the conference uh, with all of those teams where basically every game now is a quad one. And I think Brad was talking about specifically the Big 12, and the Big 12 is a heck of a conference. It's really good. I coached in that league for five years. Um, I know it's a really, really good league with, with you know, really good players, really good coaches, you know, tough places to play. We were 9-3 and three against that league. You know, and that's it. Just it, it's frustrating because you hear the negative talk about our league and these things about the other leagues. But then you look at how, and again, it's smart on their part. It's smart as a league, as a as 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 a conference, as a commissioner of the conference, whoever the commissioner is specifically for basketball, the ads, the coaches, to be able to do it where they play these non-conference schedules that are not very challenging when you look at the numbers and you beat them by a whole lot. The average margin of victory, I think, you know, was 27 points, and that skews the numbers. And so then you go into conference now where every game is a quad one game. And so that's how you end up getting nine teams in the league. You know, and so again, it's something that we have to figure out. Talking about it now, and it seems like it's become a conversation. As someone sent me something yesterday, um, where they said someone said, "I don't." I think it's Stanford Steve. Yeah, yeah, That's okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. He's the betting dude, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think it was him. Someone sent me something where I think he put out, I think it was him, if it's not Stanford Steve, I'm sorry, but where he said it's going to be interesting how they view the Big 12 because of that. And he had specifically what these schools' strength of schedules were, who they played, and then you know the average margin of victory. Um, because it's talked about, it'll probably change next year. And so I think where we have to be better as a league is – you know, trying to get out in front of maybe where this thing is going and then adjust from that standpoint. You have to always be able to adapt. I think that's the main thing. That's right. I was going to follow up by asking, what's stopping the ACC from trying to get on the next trend? Yeah, you know, we, we, we have to be smarter. We have to be calculating. We have to be um, – There's no way our league shouldn't get more teams into the NCAA tournament. It's just no way. Um, if you look at the past few years, you know, I, I sat with you guys in here. I don't know if all of you were here, but when we found out that we were in, and I think one of you asked, was I worried? And I said, no, I was lying. I was worried. I was worried when it started because I started seeing these seeds, and I'm like, my God, I thought we were in, but – we could possibly not make this thing. And then the fact that we were one of the last teams in, like that's, you know, with winning 14 games, Clemson won 14 games in the league last year and didn't make it in. 
Like, that's ridiculous. And so we have to be better as a league. We have to figure things out, and we have to be in lockstep. There's certain programs. Like if you look at the Big 12, there's certain programs that don't. Like Kansas doesn't have to do it because they're Kansas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in our league, North Carolina and Duke don't have to do it because they're North Carolina and Duke. But the rest of us need to be in lockstep with what we're trying to do so we can get more teams in. There, it seems like there's a metric where the margin of victory, if you win by a lot, no then no matter who you play, yeah. if you win by a lot, you know, someone told me, I don't look at this stuff. So I don't, people tell me, I have people on my staff to do, cause I, it's so, I, I can't, I'm trying to figure out how to beat BC. That's all I, you know, try to figure out. But for instance, after we beat Louisville, you know, who does not have a good record. I don't know of what they are. I don't know if they're quad three or quad four. I know they're not one or two. But we beat them by a lot. We jumped, I think, by 14 spots. You know, Virginia Tech, who is a you know, really good team, and, and, you know, where their numbers are, we ended up winning that game by 15, I think. So we jumped by a lot. And so it's interesting because if you have a lead late in the game, do you put your walk-ons in or do you keep scoring to try to build a lead? I've had coaches say to me that, you know, if, if, if they're down a lot late in the game, they don't sub. They try to, they hope the other team subs and puts their walk-ons in. So all of a sudden, if they're down 20, maybe they only lose by 10 because of what it does. And so that's what it does. It takes the human part of it out too, because, your walk-ons work. They do all these things. If you have an opportunity to put them in, you should do that. But if you go by the metrics, you shouldn't. So it's a it's a complicated thing, man. And, you know, I wish that was not the only thing that determined. You know, I wish there were some human beings that looked and watched and saw and really studied and picked, you know, who makes the tournament not going by just computers and numbers and things like that. Is there anything you guys could do as a league, as coaches in the last couple of weeks to say, hey, we're playing good basketball here and impact what the committee's doing? I don't think so. I mean, we talk about it. Our league talks about it. I think our league has done a really good job this year um, of putting information out uh, you know, to the media of what we're doing as a league, of our numbers, um, and things like that. I think our league has done an outstanding job of that. Um, but I don't know how much that matters. You know, I, I heard Steve Forbes, I think it was after, <clears throat> excuse me, they beat Duke. Um, you know, he talked about his frustration with it. Um, and his was a little bit different. His was a little bit more pointed because it was talked about, you know, talking about one of the talking heads, the national people, taking shots at our league, you know, because of the past players of the year. You know, Isaiah Wong, Moses Wright, um, Alondis Williams. You know, it, it, at times it does seem personal, you know, and, and I've wondered why. I don't know if because, you know, I know when I was in the Big 12, I can say this, when I was in the Big 12, there was a feeling in that league the five years I was out there that there was an East Coast bias that it was 
everything was to the East Coast, to the ACC and Big East. I don't know because Coach is gone, because Coach Williams is gone, that people feel like they can take shots at our league now. <laughs> um, you know, you get tired of, you know, like, look, everyone's tired of the Chiefs now. You know what I mean? Like, people got tired of the Patriots when they won so much. People, Duke was the darling in the 80s. After they won them, you know, back-to-back, they became the villains. And so the ACC has been the best conference. Historically, numbers-wise and everything, sometimes people maybe get tired of that. And you put this narrative out that's not true, um, you know, about our league. Because when you look at what we've done when we make it to the tournament, you know, multiple teams in the Final Four, multiple teams winning national championships, multiple teams to the Sweet 16, to the Elite Eight, like, that's been proven over and over. You can take it with draft picks. You can take it with national championships. All of those things, these other leagues pale in comparison to the history of our league. Um, and so maybe that's why the narrative is being created. And they have the numbers to back it up. You know, and again, we have to figure out as a league, we have to do our part. We have to be smarter and more creative in some of the things that we do. The bottom line is that we need to get more teams in the tournament. That's the bottom line. On the topic of scheduling, though, because I'm curious about this, you look at your non-conference schedule this year. Like, what what would be like the smarter way? I mean, you have the Brooklyn tournament, right? You have the ACC SEC thing. You have the West Virginia game. But one of the things that hurt us was West Virginia not being as good as we thought they would be, in Missouri not being as good as we thought they would be, and then losing to Missouri. That hurt. You know. Missouri was a team that was like us last year. They were good. They made the tournament. They were one of the better teams in the SEC. You know, they were good. And when we played them, they had a good record. And you thought they were going to be good. I don't think that, I don't think they've won a game in the SEC. <laughs> um, and so that hurt. And then obviously you think West Virginia is going to be really good. And then they had turmoil in their program from the summer that just kind of derailed what that team probably was going to be. It was a heck of a win for us. I don't know how much it's helped us. As far as the numbers are concerned, it helped us. <laughs> it, it helped us, but I don't know, you know, with that. And so that's the thing. The, those two games in the non-conference schedule are ones that probably haven't helped us as much. That's part of the risk when you go – if you were to go the Big 12 route too, right, where if you have just a couple of Power 5 games, if those opponents have, you know, a bad season, you... you that's the risk of... That, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I wish there were other ways to figure this thing out. Like, there should be, you know, an eye test of watching because you can't tell me last year that Clemson wasn't one of the best 68 teams in the country. I think we're one of the best 68 teams right now. Um, but that doesn't matter. It, what matters are the numbers and how you look at all these different things.